Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? We're back again. Another show, another episode. Hey, two a week. Believe the Command Show. I'm Anthony Armstrong, my man Brian Murphy, hanging out down there in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we got another episode for you today. Uh, we're talking Jamin Davis and his uh, heavy foot. And then we're going to talk about the state of the running back position here in the NFL. But first, let's talk to Mr. Brian Murphy. What's going on, my man? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. We talked in our last episode how excited we are that football is coming back. But obviously, there's all kinds of things going on with the commanders and across the league. So we got to touch on that a little bit, too as we roll into football season, but all things good here. We are uh, inching ever closer to meaningful games for the commanders, for the NFL, for football in general. So I'm in a good mood, but obviously we got to talk about what's going on across football. But how are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. I cannot complain. Uh, it's hot out here in Texas. It's, it's been the hottest weather I can ever remember, but I can't complain, man. It's, it's a beautiful day down here in the great state. Uh, but first, let's make sure we hear from our sponsors, the folks over there at Bet Online. Uh, shout out to them over there at BetOnline.ag. I'll tell you the quick details, but Brian will tell you the big details. Basically, if you go over there, use our code Believe B L E A V, you're gonna get yourself a 50% welcome bonus. You put in 100, they'll give you 50. If you're, if you're a first-time user, but Brian, tell them what they can find over there at Bet Online. That's right. It's it's free money. Free money is what it is. You put in our code BLEAV, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So check out Bet Online. It's your number one source for all your betting needs. As we mentioned, football is back. You're able to bet on some football futures with the season right around the corner. Baseball, boxing, golf, all that and more. It continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers. And you can even play some casino and card games too, if that's your, your fancy uh, check that out as well. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. And like I said, B-L-E-A-V, get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you haven't checked it out already, go put that in for your first deposit. You get 50% back. Bet online where the game starts. It is where the game starts, but let's start this show off talking about bonehead decision, frankly. Mr. Jamin Davis going 114 and a 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he put in a plea bargain, and the judge said, uh-uh. "Nope." Uh, and and at this point, from my understanding, he's he could face jail time. Yeah, he could uh, face jail time. Yeah, and it wasn't his first time, and I'm guessing that's why the judge was not okay with uh, his plea bargain. So I guess it was the second time in about a year and a half that he had uh, had a heavy foot, as you said. So. Yeah, tough to hear that, especially, you know, given the commander's recent history with the Shazer Everett and that unfortunate situation. Uh, just not a smart move for a guy that has a, a big year in front of him. Uh, it sounds like he was back out at practice. So uh, the team is working with him. Ron Rivera said that they're, you know, he's going through the legal, um, you know, issues, going through everything that he needs to be doing. But um, you just hope that he uh, learns from his mistake here. And this is this is not uh, something that is a, a bad, bad, bad habit. You, you mentioned, you know, the situation with the Shazer Everett and uh, unfortunately his fiance lost her life. Uh, Jamin was there. He was behind them that same night and just zipping up uh, probably up 267 or, or wherever it was, uh, just going too damn fast, you know. So uh, I think that obviously everybody knows the lesson in it is just is to slow down. It, it's really there's no rush to get there. I know, I know it's exciting to kind of hit the pedal from time to time, but you really need to slow down, be safe, 
uh, and make good decisions. You know, make good decisions for yourself, make good decisions for those around you. Um, and you're in a position of, you know, a major influence. Okay, young fellas, young kids looking up to you. And, and, and frankly, you have the opportunity of a lifetime to play a game uh, that you love, that you grew up loving um, for a lot of money, frankly. And, and you want to make sure that you can, one, stay safe, stay healthy, uh, stay alive, and you know, be able to be there for your team. So you want to lead, be a leader on defense. You got to lead off the field as well, uh, make better decisions. But I'm sure you know, you've heard this time and time again, so you don't need to hear it again from me. Uh, but please make sure you guys slow down a little bit. Slow down. That's easy enough said right there. Um, but I, I do know this much to get not to not to discount, you know, uh, what's, what's going on off the field, you know, driving 114 and a 45. That's 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 scary fast. I get to go a little bit over 80 and I'm like, OK, that's a little bit too much for me. But um, nonetheless, on the field, I do like when Jamin plays with speed, when Jamin is able to kind of unleash it a little bit and know where he's going. You know, he, he's he's able to have a lot of impact on the field and, and he's going to be a major piece for this defense. And if he is available and playing at a high level, then you can expect him to have a really good season. But, you know, depending on what happens with the judge and what their, you know, game plan is going to be, will determine exactly, you know, what his impact is going to be this year. Yeah, he, he he obviously has to make smarter decisions, but hopefully, uh, you know, like you said, he's he's heard all that already and um, turns it around. And, and thankfully, nobody was hurt in this situation and hopefully he can learn from that. And like you said, uh, you know, he he's got the 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 path ahead of him. This this team, I think, believes in him. We you know, we were all questioning what, about the linebacker position. Uh, he's got a chance to solidify his position. And so hopefully now, you know, he takes care of what he needs to take care of and um, you, you know, can get out there and focus on, on football, but, um, yeah, hope, hopefully he's, he's learned his lesson. He doesn't need us, you know, chastising him or anything like that, like the two dads that we are, but, uh, mm. but, but I'm sure that, you know, hopefully he'll be focused on football and get back out there. Like you said, playing fast, which we know was his calling card and what made the commanders like him a whole lot. So yeah, hopefully we, we see a lot of Jamin Davis on the field. He can take care of this, uh, do what he needs to do. And, uh, we're back to talking about football. Yeah, we will be back to talking about football because we need Jamin Davis on the field to take care of the people that he's going to be defending uh, on the opposite side of the ball, the running back position. Mm -hmm. Now, it's big news. The the state of the running back position in the NFL, the, the market is down. It is it is not looking good for, for some of the top players in this NFL, franchise caliber running backs. Um, and I can say I, I don't recall ever there being a time to where teams would just let go Pro Bowl caliber, all pro caliber type players and just let them go out to free agency. And then, frankly, they sit out there that long. Um, the, the state of the running back position is in dire, dire straits. Um, don't get me wrong. You know, Saquon Barkley signing for a one million, eleven million dollar deal for one year. That's a lot of money. Um, but when you try to compare what you know other positions are getting receivers, quarterbacks, uh, the running backs are getting left to the side. So, Brian, what is your thought about this state of the running back position? Uh, what do you think they should do? Yeah, we, we've talked about it a little bit. And, we, you know, I feel like it was uh, going on a month or more ago. We were like, OK, so where are Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins going to end up? Because we thought it'd be like a week later. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is already signed. We're still waiting to hear about Dalvin Cook. And who knows if he signs while 
while we're posting this or, or whatever. But it just like you said, it shows th that some superstars are out there and are not getting paid like superstars. And, you know, I, I've always kind of been on the, the player's side. Uh, you know, they should get as much money as they possibly can. I mean, what is the average NFL career? Maybe three years, if that. If, so if. Yeah. So, I mean, you should make as much money as you possibly can, uh, you know, call it greed, call it whatever. But if you're only if you only have a career that lasts for however long, you're going to try to make as much money as you can. Doesn't matter what industry you're in. And that's exactly what the running backs are trying to do. And it's so silly that these guys are featured all over the place. They're all these guys that we're talking about, you know, Saquon Barkley, um, Josh Jacobs, who's on a, um, you know, a franchise tag. Say, uh, did I say Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, mm -hmm. uh, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. These are all first round fantasy picks. So when you're going on to log on to ESPN.com, uh, there's a big fantasy section or wherever you're at. Those those guys faces are popping up and obviously they want to be compensated that way. And it's it's tough because. They get knocked on, you know, going, touching the ball 200 times a year is almost a knock on them because then they say the sure. wear and tear is there. The tread is gone on the tires and all those analogies. And then we see what happens in Indianapolis with with uh, Jonathan Taylor saying he's unhappy and his owner goes public with it and makes some odd comments at the very least. It's it's tough. Um, it, it's 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 unfortunate. I'm, I'm curious to hear what you think as a as a as a former player, but um you know, I wouldn't blame some of these guys if they hold out a bit and, and you know, these teams uh, realize what they might be missing. That might be the way to do it is to play hardball. And I know that that, that hurts mm -hmm. to not be out there, but it's like, what do you do in, in this situation when it feels like you're not you're not getting treated fairly and, and you're seeing yeah. all these other positions get broke off and, and all these different things? It's It's got to be tough. Yeah, you know, I was I was thinking about this just kind of different ways of, of how to handle it, you know, and it it really does come down to your own personal personal play. But I think overall, um, you remember how back in the past, I think it was like left outside and right outside linebackers in a three four that would basically rush the passer the majority of the time wanted to get paid like left ends and right ends. Mm -hmm. The top yeah. defensive ends got where they were like the second or the third highest paid players because they had to sack the quarterback, you know? Right. So in relation, uh, those guys almost wanted to be determined as an edge rusher. That's why you have this edge rusher thing. Now you don't have just a, a outside backer. You yeah. know, they had to look at the snaps where they do in these snaps and how many times did they rush the passer? How many times does your hand in the dirt? I think even tight ends have had this argument. Yeah. Uh, of saying, oh, look, I stand up in a two-point stance majority of the time. Yeah, And you look at the, the commanders, Chase Young, Montez Sweat coming up for new deals. How are they going to get paid? Are they going to get paid as defensive linemen? Are they going to be paid as linebackers, as edge guys? It's, I mean, it's affecting the commanders, but across the league, you're absolutely right. Yes, and, and when you go look at the running backs, a lot of the names that you, you named, uh, the Camaras, Dalvin Cooks, Ecklers, uh, Najee Harris – Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Nick Chubb. Those names, are, well, I'm going to take off Alvin Kamara. We'll go from Dalvin Cook, Elson Eckler, Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, and Josh Jacobs all had over 300 touches in the NFL last year. All over 300 touches. Najee Harris being the youngest and Josh Jacobs both at 24 years old. Um, and I, Alvin Kamara would have easily made it if he would have played. Uh, sure. The, the full season. Okay. So you got guys that are touching the ball and Josh Harris, Josh, Josh Harris, shout out to him. I know, Josh right. Jacobs, Josh Jacobs got close to 400 touches 
last year. Christian McCaffrey had a hundred. Uh, no, Austin Eckler had a hundred and seven receptions. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had eighty-five. Like Austin Eckler was second in the league in receptions, or second? Uh, no, not second. I'm sorry, fifth in the league in receptions behind the likes of Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and Stephon Diggs. He's tied with C.D. Lamb, and one ahead of Amon Ross St. Brown. C.D. Lamb is set set up to get paid big bucks. Stephon Diggs set up to get paid really big bucks. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is who he is. Tyreek Hill's got the bag. And Justin Jefferson, many are determining that he's the best in the NFL. Um, Yeah, sure, they all went well over 1,000, over 1,300 yards uh, amongst them. You know, Austin Eckler's still sitting there at 722. Yeah. Five receiving touchdowns. He led the league in total touchdowns, matter of fact. He carried our uh, Believe Commanders fantasy team, that's for sure. Yes, he did. He had 18 total touches. Jamal Williams had seven uh, total touchdowns, I yeah. should say. Jamal yeah. Williams had 17. Then the first receiver is Devontae Adams with 14. Yeah. Then you have Derrick Henry, 13. Christian McCaffrey, 13. Nick Chubb, 13. Then you have Jalen Hurts, who had 13. Then it gets to Josh Jacobs and Ezekiel. So the running backs are having the most impact on the game. The issue is coming down to the wear and tear. And and I, when you talked about the average career, look, the average career is about two years in, in, in all honesty. It's not that high. And, mm-hmm. and at this point, when these first-round running backs come in and you hear about how Jameer Gibbs is lining up at receiver and, and Bajan Robinson is lining up everywhere across the field, these teams are going to get as much as they can off of these – young running backs before they have to get to that next contract. Yeah. That's the point of it. You got to almost shorten these guys' career. So what do you do? Uh, Robert Griffin III, RG3, had posted the videos, talk, was talking about just trying to find a way to restructure the CBA. So now, you know, you have to go get to Damari e. Smith and try to negotiate uh, one position. That's what Jim Irsay was talking to. Um, but then you see Saquon Barkley signed this one-year deal. And frankly, I feel like going the one-year deal route may be the way to go just for the time being until you can get something. Say, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Just give me a one-year deal, and then if somebody else wants me, I'll go get it. And and sure, you want to get that big bag and get the guaranteed money, but I just find it you're not not gaining anything by sitting on the side. You saw what happened with Le'Veon Bell. Right. He held out for so long and then it just kind of fizzled from there. You need those reps. You need to get out there. It's not just a plug and play thing. And and we understand in this league, if there's a, a less expensive option and you give some young guy a chance, they can break one and take it to the house. And now teams start to feel oh, maybe we don't need this this star player, you know, even though they're very impactful. The way the game is going, you throw the ball majority of the time. Hell, Tom Brady threw the ball 700 some odd times last year. Well above. And they had zero running game, okay? And, and Leonard Fournette is another one of those free agent running backs that are out there. Yeah. So the running back position, I think you have to start to label yourself as a playmaker. Start looking at yourself as some sort of a hybrid um, based on what you do because how much you get paid for how many times you touch the football, um, obviously in a lot of those cases, those numbers need to go up uh, because these guys definitely deserve to get paid. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's going to take like a, a a new position created, like an OW, offensive weapon, which I think I, I've seen used in colleges and stuff like that. But yeah, that, that's got to change. And, and you know, it's it, 
it's it's hard to feel feel bad for multimillionaires, but also you know they 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 got to get paid what they're they're worth, and and they're seeing their their peers uh, get get you know bigger and better deals. So yeah, I, I hope that something changes because they're what they're what makes the game exciting, and they're what makes you know it fun to watch. Yeah, and one thing I was thinking about is the way that the the game is getting called now. Um, a lot of quick screens and just quick get the ball out to somebody's hands. Frankly, a lot of times behind the line of scrimmage. You know, you think about how a Curtis Samuel is utilized or, you know, uh, Jahan Dotson can be utilized or Antonio Gibson. Like, yeah, the way that people are getting utilized, those those quick passes are extended run plays. Yeah. You know, you got yeah, I feel like Derrick Henry is one of the few who, you know, who's just a pound, pounded running back. I mean, obviously Nick Chubb is in that category, and you know, Jonathan Taylor can't catch the ball out of the backfield a little bit, but he's mostly going to run that thing hard uh, and and try to run somebody over. But man, it's it's such an interesting situation, you know. Um, for me, I feel like it's it's going to have there's going to come up with some sort of creative, some agent's going to have a creative way to write a contract. To maybe you get paid on a certain amount of touches, um, because if you're gonna run me almost 400 times, then I need to be compensated as such. Yeah, and I think the thing that also makes it tricky, and obviously I'm not well versed in you know salary cap and that kind of thing, but the franchise tag makes it really tricky too, because that's kind of what happened to to, to Josh Jacobs and then Saquon Barkley yeah. until he inked his one year deal. It's like. All right, you're not going to sign. Well, then we're just going to franchise tag you, and you're you're either stuck here or a team's got to trade yeah. two first round picks. Which there aren't many players you're going to trade two first round picks for. You know, whatever the, yeah. the deal is, it makes it so tough. And so I wonder, yeah, like you said, if, is there if there's an agent that can write something in like, no, you can't franchise tag. I, mean, I don't know how it works, that kind of thing. But I mean, yeah, it's certainly going to take some creativity. Yeah, anything can be in there, and and that was one of the things that you know RG three had had proposed is saying eliminate the franchise tag trend none of those tags happen to the running back position yeah i mean you know i'm just thinking off the jump i'll be like hey you know what give me x amount of dollars like give me that shorten those instead of those five-year deals that those first rounders get shorten it to three mm-hmm. so that they can get to free agency quicker right what? and then you still get them in their prime and some of those guys are already renegotiating their deals a little bit early anyway. You might as well just, you know, like you said, a three-year deal is is a huge window, and you never know what yeah. could happen in those three years. Um, you know, we're seeing with Chase Young. He looked like a bona fide superstar, and then yeah. a few years later, you know, they, they don't even pick up his option. So a lot of things yeah. can happen. I think that – I think across sports, I think shorter-term deals really are the answer. It allows the players to to cash in. And then also cash in again potentially down the the way, you know, should they outperform that contract, which a lot do. Yeah, especially I mean, especially the way that things are laid out in the NFL. I mean, NBA and MLB guaranteed contracts. Mm-hmm. And and there may be some nuances in the MLB, but basically you sign for your two hundred some odd three hundred million dollar max like Jalen Brown, you're gonna get three hundred and four million dollars over the yeah. life of this contract. Um with the NFL. Like those two hundred fifty million dollar contracts, those quarterbacks are getting the number that you got to circle is the guaranteed part. Yeah, that's the only part that really matters. That's the only part that's ever really mattered, just based on the fact that teams will at some point be able to cut you and not have to pay you the rest of that salary that you had earned. And it, and you know, admittedly, it doesn't happen often. But what if a guy like Sam Howell, you know, has a huge year, takes a huge step forward, looks like a legit quarterback? Obviously, I want that to happen as a Commanders fan, but. 
he's not going to get like a big payday out of, out of that because he's locked into to that deal. Like I think these guys should be able to to renegotiate deals a little bit sooner than than yeah. the NFL wants them to. Well, you can. I mean, you know, Jalen Hurts kind of got in that thing, but it's it's one of those things that you're really going to have to go out there and earn it and Mm -hmm. show that you can. But on the flip side, like, I mean, I'll talk about my personal situation. Just it wasn't necessary. We never got into contract negotiation, but I had the good year in Washington. And I was thinking, you know, ooh, what's next? Like, I want to do this again, and then I'll be a free agent, but I want to come back because I understand I'm best utilizing this offense. So I was just thinking – I want to re-sign with Washington. That's what I was thinking of that was going to happen. But the way the contracts are set out, like if they have you under control for however long, there's no there's no reason for the for the teams to want to go out and you know re-sign you when they have you at such a cheap price. You know what I mean? If you have some product and you got it on a discount, you know you're not necessarily going to want to go pay a higher price for it just because like you know i got it for the low like i still got it for the low right now so i'm good um yeah the running back position is definitely one that's going to take you think it's going to be a a blazing a blazing effort a blazing trail set out by somebody who's just going to be a maverick about it and go decide how this is how things are going to work out um but i mean i can tell you this much there's there have been teams that will start limit carries to keep people from getting bonuses, mm-hmm. you know? So if you put in there like, Hey, if he gets a million dollar bonus, if he touches the ball over, you know, 300 times, like those are the type of things that you're going to see thrown in these contracts. Like yeah. give me a base, you know, take that 11. And then there's ways to escalate it up because if the player is successful and that makes the team successful, then I think they should get compensated for it. And yeah. uh, it kind of it, it sucks that you kind of have to earn your way up there because, you know, if something happens and you come up short, they're not going to be like, oh, man, we should like roll you out there to get one more catch so you can get to 300. They're going to be, you know, kind of happy that you stopped at 299. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So yeah, I hope one of these guys that are, are so fun to watch that they, they sort it out. Cause I, I, you know, the game's not the same without them out there. So yeah. hopefully something happens and, and, and we get, you know, some of these star running backs out there or not running backs, uh, offensive, uh, um, weapons, play OPs, offensive playmakers out there. Let's change their titles. if That's what it takes. Yes, they. I mean, really got to. I mean, look at. I'm saying seriously, all they called Bijan and, and Jameer Gibbs are just these weapons, these yeah. guys that can just play football. Yeah. Um, and and you talk about it. We talk about these different running backs that are out there. Just quickly, uh, what was it? Dalvin Cook has been visiting the Jets. I think he's favored to to, to sign out there. Uh, what do you think about the Jets getting Dalvin Cook? If that ends up happening, I'm sure it will. I don't think I've seen anything that said it has so far. Yeah, no, he definitely is the odds-on favorite. You could probably find that at Bet Online if it hasn't happened already when this with when this episode drops. But uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty nasty because we saw Aaron Rodgers the last couple of years. Maybe the stats weren't as great, but he had Aaron Jones and um, AJ Dillon. So a running back has been huge for Aaron Rodgers. So I have to imagine that he would love to pair a Dalvin cook with a Brees hall, man, uh, that, that jets team could be pretty scary. And on a, on a, on a more broad scale, I'm just so excited to watch the AFC East because you add in a guy like Dalvin cook to go uh, with the jets to face off against the bills. And then what Tua and Tyreek are doing down in 
in Miami with Jalen Waddle. And so, yeah, so I, I, I'm all for that. Um, I don't want him anywhere in the NFC. Uh, so as long as he's over in the AFC to be away from the commanders, I'm, I'm all for it. Well, they go have to visit him, you know, one time. I think it's like week 16. That's Washington right. Yeah. Travels uh, up Christmas to New Eve. York. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas Eve matchup. Uh, so that I mean that game is going to happen, but hey, once is fine. Yeah. Um, when I mean, you got think think about it like this though too. I bet Kansas City is back there licking their chops because they're like, man, the AFC East is going to beat up on each other. Yeah. And I mean, the AFC West is is no slouch, but frankly, four teams don't have a chance to make to the playoffs. I only yeah. three teams don't have a chance to make to the playoffs to the AFC West. I mean, you got Kansas City is a shoe in. Um, and then San Diego, maybe. And then I don't think the Raiders will make it. And I don't think that the uh, Broncos are going to make it this year. Yeah. And despite the fact that, you know, Sean Payton is either a taking the pressure off of his quarterback or putting his foot in his mouth uh, by by talking, yeah. talking smack about Nathaniel Hackett. Who knows? Yeah, but I think the Chiefs are probably happy that Dalvin Cook may be showing up over there in the AFC West. Let that division just turn into the black and blue Northeast. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see what happens. I'm just glad that we're talking football, real football. I mean, training camp's great. Don't get me wrong, but there are actual games. We're going to see all this stuff decided uh, in the coming months. In the, in a month, we're going to be talking about regular season football. Preseason football starts this week with the Hall of Fame game, uh, and and you know the Commanders start next week with their preseason opener. So, real football, real actual hitting, seeing these guys out there on the field, can't wait. And you can bet on all these teams and more at Bet Online. We appreciate those guys bringing us uh, out here every time that they bring us the show, and we bring it to you so that we couldn't do it without them. Yes, indeed. Check check those folks out. Play those futures. Look on some player performance futures as well. Uh, see maybe who's going to be offensive or defensive rookie of the year. Um, there's a chance that Washington may have a defensive rookie of the year in Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, number two, check us out over at, on our social media, Believe Commanders on Twitter or X, uh, on Instagram and on TikTok as well. You can check our clips out over there. And on Twitter, on the uh, Twitter, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. On Twitter, um, I've been doing a lot of getting interacting with a lot of the different football content, and um, you know, so I, I'm posting some breakdowns of what I see on the film that you choose. So I'll tell you this if you have you know a clip of something that you want me to take a look at, send it over at Rated Armstrong. I'll put it in the lab, kind of break it down, give you my analysis, tell you what's going on with it. Um, and let's see, last but not least, check us out on TuneIn Radio Stadium. Uh, Sirius XM, and there's Believe TV on multiple, multiple streaming platforms where you can get all of your sports needs because the Believe Network has every single team covered with a former player and all 32 teams are covered, like I said. So check them out on the Believe Network. So Brian Murphy, have yourself a good day, my friend. Stay cool you down too. there in Georgia. I'm Anthony Armstrong, the original 13. We're going to see you guys next time. Keep setting the standard and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.